Pickaxe. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey? You'll find out in DJ looks boring. What are you that, on about? It all of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of, wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And it. that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 156 of the DNR Podcast is brought to today in part by StoryPath Cards, a fantastic new Kickstarter project from Nocturnal Media. StoryPath Cards are meant to be an enhancement to any tabletop RPG and can be used as a collaborative storytelling effort from all of the players at the table. The way it works is these gorgeous tarot-style cards are meant to be played in conjunction with other players at the table. So the Game Master sets the first card down, and that kickstarts the entire story, and then other players can pile on throughout the campaign just to kind of give whatever's happening at the table an extra kick. Now this project is already funded, it's happening well into stretch goal regions now, and for a really, really reasonable price, you guys can pick up at least one of these decks. I suggest trying to grab all three, I know I'm going to try to, and then that way you have a plethora of different cards you can play. You can find out more by going to our Facebook page, by going to our website at dnrpodcast.com, by going to nocturnal-media.com, or by simply searching Story Path Cards on kickstarter.com. And finally, episode 156 is also brought to you by Bad Dragon. Over the past few weeks, we've talked to you a lot about Bad Dragon and their finely crafted fantasy-themed adult toys, but did you know they're also leading the way in adult toy adoptions? Every year, literally dozens of dream genitalia are ordered from Bad Dragon and then left behind. This can be due to cancelled orders, color imbalance, or just gross misjudgment in size, but that's where you can make a difference. By going to dnrpodcast.com and clicking on the Bad Dragon banner and heading to their adoptions page, you can change the life of a lucky unwanted toy for a fraction of its original cost. With your help, we can end the homeless fantasy beast private situation in America. Thank you for your time. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with Ian. Hi, I'm Ian Duncan. I play Calden Halek, a half-elf sorcerer. And James. Hey, it's James. I play Dagon, the Ladron Scion. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the half-lane bard. And Xavier. Hello, I'm Xavier, and I play Actaronis, the Revenant Cleric. And Susan. Hey, I'm Susan. I play Airlove Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. So, guys, last time you you wrapped up everything in the cave, uh, you were chasing down some vampires, uh, well, one vampire, that sort of eluded your grasp. You decided that it was a little too dangerous to keep skulking around those caves after activating a trap. You weren't exactly sure what else was in there, so you decided to cut your losses, head back toward town after exploring uh, the living area. Um, of, of, of this cave and it looked like you you would stumble across where the vampires sort of lay their head down 
Um, you took some things like some old letters and, and things like that after after searching the place. Went back to town and uh, let Father White and Alexandra know what had happened. Um, you had also brought back a body that looked like it belonged to a town member. Um, and Alexandra told you about uh, someone that they, they didn't get a chance to save. There were no bite marks on the body, so it looked like it had kind of been sort of laid to rest there. After that, you sort of chilled out for the rest of the day. You ended up drinking. Braylon specifically did some heavy drinking and and didn't hold his liquor extremely well. <clears throat> uh, you guys got to talking. Uh, Actoronis ended up splitting off from the rest of the party and flipped out a little bit on the second floor in the room. Uh, and after you guys had a heart to heart, he ended up removing his armor. Shortly after that, you hear the alarm bells outside and uh, the the town is apparently under attack. There are vampires. What would you guys like to do right now? I would like to ask a question, Jason. Hit me. How fucked up am I right now? You are... You were falling off of furniture the last time we spoke. You were... Yeah. You were... Um, there, there, there are going to be... There's going to be a slight penalty. Uh, I was, I was going to ask... Mechanically, how does... <laughs> I was going to ask how that was going to work. But that's... You just explained to me, so... Yes. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking like a negative three to attack oh. those. Well, instant regret. Okay. Yeah, it was only like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Calden gave him some water. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm imagining Actorinus is putting his armor back on. I don't think I have time for that because uh, it takes like five or ten minutes, I think, to put an armor back on. Yeah. So yeah, so he would probably. Look around the room, grab some of the uh, the winter like furs or coats that they brought. Just like put it on top of him, so he hides most of it, like all his body, if he can, and then just put the now like kind of bent uh, helmet on, just didn't... enough to hide his uh, his shame, and uh, <laughs> and then didn't storm we out. just get the waist off? Yeah, yeah, he still got his pants. Maybe we could do just the breastplate. Because that seems like the most vital area to well, get back on. Yeah, but like in the in the moment, like in oh, the heat yeah. of the action, hearing <laughs> yeah, hearing like vampire, it would be like, all right, go, go, go. We we need to get out and just grab. If if I can't find like furs or a coat, I'd just grab sheets from the bed. Well, I imagine you still guys, you, you still got you guys still have your winter gear and everything because <laughs> it ain't yeah. getting any warmer where you're about to travel. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't imagine you guys would have kind of shed all that. So, like, I imagine you have enough to wrap your face and head and, like, a big cloak and all that stuff. So it yeah. would look a little peculiar in Aubrey because it's not that cold here, but it, it wouldn't be. I don't think they'd be, you know, caring about that right this second. No, exactly. Just going for a hateful eight look. <laughs> <laughs> does Actoronis still have the orb? He sure does. Oh, yeah. Alright. I hope I hope it doesn't need to reload, man. Who needs armor? <laughs> Anywho, I storm out. To the town square. Aww. I drunk I drunkenly follow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab him by like the shoulder or something. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Calden will help you sort of help him stabilize, get him out there. Um so rushing downstairs. Uh, everyone's everyone's going to leave this establishment. Everyone, do me a favor. Roll a perception check. Oh. 
Ian, <laughs> we got the same thing, and I rolled a four, and you rolled a seventeen. As <laughs> I said, so I did, I did these, really bad. These We're rolls make like, sense yeah. based on level of drunkness. Yeah, I mean, because mine, even mine, without the minus three, is already shit. With the minus three, even worse. Oh, good lord! Um, Calden had been drinking too. Uh, was it heavily? Uh, no. He I don't was... remember anyone drinking as heavily as Braylon did. Yeah. <laughs> Braylon doesn't remember anyone drinking at all. Yeah. So. Well, we had done endurance rolls. I think we all yeah, had that's right. Good, yeah. yeah for... I don't remember it being, uh, like, penalty-wise, I don't remember anyone but Braylon getting kind of, like, hit by that. Um, okay. Acteronis, Dagon, Calden, and Erelov leaving this establishment. Alexandria is going to already be... Uh, already be in the middle of the street here. Uh, there are going to be three vampires. Uh, at least that's what it looks like. There are three individuals, uh, two males, one female. There is a drow in front. The other two appear to be human. They will all have weapons drawn, and Alexandra is already squaring off with them, telling them to put their weapons down. And most of the rest of the town appears to be just sort of running for cover, because when those when those uh, when those bells go off, normally that's a sign of some sort of full scale attack or or something like that. The last time that happened here, people were getting picked off and you know drug away. So a lot of people are running inside, closing doors, locking them, that type of thing. All right, so they're not actively they're not fighting right now. No, they're kind of in a standoff. Uh, yeah, I guess like rushing there. Uh, not, not like charging them, but really like running there, uh, as soon, to get there as soon as I can, basically. But not like screaming ah and charging. Right. Uh, what about the rest of you guys? Uh, Braylon would definitely be following Atheronis and his drunken stupor. Be like, yeah, let's, let's go, and just like kind of puffing up his chest and <laughs> trying to get away from. I assume Aerolove and uh, Calden are grabbing his shoulders, so he's kind of trying. <laughs> he's like squirming. He's like, let's do it. Let's go! And he's like <laughs> moving from side to side. His eyes are closed, so he's not aware he's not walking anywhere. He's just moving. <laughs> yeah, I picture Airlove and uh, Calden are holding you in place, like, nah. <laughs> is Let's there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Calden is, is, trying to, is trying to do. Sort of like holding him back, like he's more of a danger than he actually is. Yeah. Trying same. to, like, make it look like. They don't want this this halfling running at them, rather than <laughs> trying to keep him. From oh, it's so f- down. it's for their benefit that you're not letting him go. <laughs> right, okay. right. Yeah. Cool. Raylan appreciates it a lot. <laughs> the the male drow that's in the lead appears to be the exact same one that slipped away from you guys before. He's going to be the first to raise his weapon outward and drop it. And the two vampires that are next to him are going to follow suit. Uh, and that drow is going to get down on his knees, followed by the other two, and put his hands behind his head. Oh, shit. That was unexpected. <laughs> um, and he is staring straight ahead the entire time, looking looking directly at the party. All right. Um, are we there yet? Or are we? Just oh yeah, you're right there. It's not that okay. Big. Cool. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, boy. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, I'll just rest on his on his slave. Uh, like not not ready to fight. 
standing over them. I'm going to take a look at the party before I say anything. Just make sure everyone's seeing this. And just ask, what is going on here? Are you asking us or the vampires? Uh, the vampires. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess the vampires and Alexandra. Alexandra's just going to say, they just walked into town. And she's going to start looking around. I don't see any others. Um, this male drow... Uh, looking directly at Actoronis. We're done. We surrender. There's nothing left for us here. Well, that a good insight? Oh, oh good idea. I don't I have any. Nice. <laughs> um, in classic air love fashion, she is going to. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. She is going to really listen intently to what this, this drow is saying. And there is a there is a defeated quality in his voice. Um, he is he, you can tell he's just choking on these words as, as he's saying it. And that leads you to believe that he is 100% telling the truth. They, they just give up. There's nothing there's nothing there's nothing left for them to do. I'm making the biggest pouty face. Susan, it's not air love. <laughs> <laughs> um, she'll look to Actoronis and say, I believe he's telling the truth. How many more of you are there? Out there in the caves? He's going to look from air love back to Actoronis. Everything you see here is what remains. Well, I come here. Why didn't you run? We're tired of running. Do you know how many we've lost in the last three months? It was hoped by striking a deal with you people that we could... It doesn't matter. You got what you wanted. Do whatever it is you want to us, but end it. Can you live a life without ever taking another? Without feeding on people ever again? That's what most of us had been doing. Most of us survived on wildlife. There were only a small percentage of us that fed on humans. I'll admit to betraying you. I'll admit to committing something terrible but if truly truly you can spend the rest of your existence as you say you have been then I have no quarrel quarrel with you and he's kind of clenching his jaw as he's saying that you have no quarrel with us you murdered our entire clan this is all that remains. You've taken everything from us. Actoronis uh, is going to stay motionless and uh, look down. Braylon wants to try and squirm away from his friends who are holding him back. And he wants to kind of rush to the front if possible to where Actoronis is. But I don't know if I got a roll for that or not. 
Uh, Calden will let him. Calden won't hold him back. Yeah, I think Aralove's grip would slacken as the vampire keeps talking. Like she's like, oh, you know, like shock and disgust with herself. So Ooh. okay, then he's gonna. Brennan's gonna drunken master walk his way to the side <laughs> of Actoronis, uh, and look at the vampire. I guess as he's kneeling, we're practically the same height, right, Jason? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna look at the vampire. Uh, and in his drunken stupor, he's going to say, We took it from you? <laughs> That's funny. You bit those people. Those right there. I'm going to point to the ones behind him. They had lives before they were vampires. Am I wrong? He's going to hiccup. <gasps> if anything, we did you all a justice. Gave you something you're all too afraid of or that you had taken from you. We gave your friends death. A gift you will never receive. Not willingly, anyways. <laughs> so get the hell out of here. Before my buddy over here decides to unload one more time. And then he's going to walk, kind of backpedal a little bit and almost trip. And then kind of catch himself and make himself play it off a little bit. Um, this trial is going to speak up. I've bitten no one. We took these people in. They had no home. They can't live in a town like this. We gave them refuge. Living in a cave doesn't sound like refuge to me. Sounds like living like an animal. He's going to look down. The other two are... They're avoiding eye contact a lot. So after all of this... You won't even give us the satisfaction of killing us and ending this. Braylon's going to look at Actoronis, kind of, his head's kind of moving a little bit with the drunken stupor that's overcoming him. Look back at the vampires. It's your call, big guy. No, no, it's, it's theirs. And he's going to look at the, uh, the trial. Is this truly what you want? You've been... You've been hiding all your life. This is what you're telling us now. And he'll take a step closer. I did what I did. Because I didn't quite know about what was going on. I was filled with a bloodlust for your kind. I still am. But now I know. I know more. If you're tired of tired of hiding isn't there a way you can show maniacs like myself that you're not just any beasts surely there's a way you can change the stigma he's going to look at, at, at uh, Alexandra were these vampires hiding because they were pursued all their life is it true what they're saying did you did you attack them first in the cave? I thought we told her that. Yeah, early. I mean, just just like it's yeah. it's one thing to kind of like we attacked them first. That, that, like this, like the way the the vampires are painting is like you completely slaughtered them. She's trying to make sure that it's like is that true before? Yeah, Actress <laughs> yeah. is going to take a step just in front of Aralov and he's going to say, "I have." And Calden's going to say from from the bag, "We did what we had to do." To fell Dobin. We did what we had to do 
based upon prejudices, based upon snap judgments. We slaughtered them based upon what we thought we knew. I, this guilt will eat me alive for what we did, and I deserve that. Alexandra, if you have any kindness in you, you should take these vampires in. Is that what you want? And Calden is going to look towards the, the vampires. Is release from this undeath? The drow is going to look back toward uh, the, the other two vampires with him. We have nowhere else to go. We have no family. Calden is going to reply, I don't think any of us here can guarantee you family, but this town has many healers. If you wish this curse to be lifted from you, I'm sure we can arrange to have that happen. And he's going to look to Alexandra. She's okay. Uh, after you say that, she's going to look at, uh, she's going to look at Calden like, why the fuck would you promise that? We don't have that. <laughs> like, <laughs> surely there's a way. Oh. That's right up there. Was like, if you guys want dragon for dinner, I'm sure that this town can, it's a, uh. <laughs> I know of this guy in Esterholt. I'm sure he could help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk with Father White. I'm. Do you think they would have stuck to the pact if, if you didn't do what you did? No. And why would you want to let these vampires into your town? The same vampires you've been guarding your town from day in and day out. I'm not saying I want to let them in. I'm just... If they came here willingly to surrender, then maybe there's something we could work out with them. We were already going to bargain with them. Actronis is going to look at the vampires. Convince this town that you're better than what we thought of you. Convince the world. And what would you have us do? You've hunted us like animals. And then reprimand us for acting like animals. Braylon's going to speak up. That's right. <laughs> so is a hype man. <laughs> Alexander's going to speak up. Let us take you into custody. Let us put you away until we can talk this over. And we'll try to offer you some kind of fair deal. And the drow is going to look back to the others. Uh, they're going to give a very brief kind of glance at each other and just nod. And the drow is going to stand up and kind of offer out his wrists uh, for, you know, to, to be cuffed. Uh, Alexandra's going to step forward. She does have a pair of shackles, but obviously not three. Can you watch the other two and help me, help me take them to the cell? Of course. He's going to ask the ones uh, with the shackles, can, can you turn into mist like the others? And he's going to, he's, okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, right. If, if you don't need those, we're, we'll just like. Yeah, he's yeah. almost going to look at Hector and it's like, you racist. We don't all do that. <laughs> like, just almost like. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. How would he know? Right, exactly. But I mean, like, he's, he's kind of with an eye roll. No, 
I can't do that. Insight. <laughs> this could be a plan for them to get in and then yeah. missed out and then kill the whole Dagon, town. You're going to have to open your heart a little bit, I think. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me an insight check. 35. That Wow. <laughs> um, I love... <laughs> <laughs> You've just been air loved. Um, <laughs> there, there, yeah, there, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of snark uh, in that response. Just, just very like, dude, really? Like, come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that 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 would lead air love to believe that's no, that probably not. Um, almost, almost as if he were insulted. You asked. I'm pretty sure, like, Dagon looked to me, because I'm usually the one that can, like, yeah. gather, like get that, and then I'll just shake my head, no, Adam. Like, no. <laughs> like, what, what you can't do that. <laughs> what qualifies a vampire to be able to turn into mist? Probably age and power, right? Age yeah, and, like- yeah it, there's, okay, a long time ago I posted an article, essentially, um... Uh, vampires sort of work with generations. There is a first generation vampire, and if they bite someone, they become a second generation vampire, and then on and on and on. Uh, Adobin is very fucking old, and uh, any any old vampire lord or or someone who is a little closer to um, uh, closer to the 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 older vampires, they end up getting a lot more power, a lot more influence, even up to and including like mind control, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of a lot of the the, the stock standard vampires you're going to see are like fifth, sixth, seventh generation vampires. They they're basically just faster, stronger versions of people. Okay. That happen to feed off of other people sometimes. Okay. okay. The bad ones. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Jason. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a thing. Oh. Actoronus. Yes, sir. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Don't go, oh. Don't go, oh. <laughs> Actoronus is going to reach for his glaive and start to trudge forward toward this drow uh, in a menacing fashion. <sighs> um, everyone in the party, do me a favor, roll perception. Can- can we stop him? That's what we're. That's what we're. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a sixteen minus the three. Okay, Arilov. Yep, Arilov and Dagon are going to notice this the second he goes to reach for the glaive. I'm going to stand out in front of him, like sort of block his path to the vampire. I was just going to say, I do that thing where I'm like, put your hand on someone's forearm and be like, what are you doing? That kind of look. Here's something that Dagon and Errol are going to notice, that it appears as though Actaronis, his movements are very um, very jerky. Uh, like he doesn't want to do this. Where, <clears throat> where is the orb? Uh, it would be on Actaronis's person. Can I use Farhand to take it out of... It? Like, is it in his hand or... Uh, I believe it's in his pack. Yeah, that would be correct. Okay. Target one object that weighs 20 pounds or less and isn't carried oh, isn't carried by another creature. No! Uh, 
Well, if it's in a, uh, yeah, it's, it's technically being, yeah. it's, it's it, that, I think that that is in there specifically to prevent someone from just stealing from another character. Okay. Can I just rip his bag off his back? Uh, you, uh, yes, go right ahead. Um, let's do, that'd be like, give me an athletics check. Athletics. And if it's 24 or higher, I'm going to say yes. Oh. Because I would I say that Actoronis would try to try to stop that, like as a as some sort of measure to protect the orb. Okay, I pretty much have to roll a crit here. <clears throat> no. Okay. Um, do me a favor, Actoronis. Roll a saving throw. Just a flat saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thank God. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second that. Uh, the second that Dagon goes to reach for the bag and Aerolov is, is asking, what are you doing? Uh, Actronis is going to stop dead in his tracks and, and sort of start to snap out of this. What would he do after that? Um, probably shake his head, realize that he's holding his glaive now. Probably surmise what just happened. And um, he's going to breathe out, relax his shoulders a bit. And say it tell Dagon. Well, you seem to be trusting these vampires a lot more now. Well, okay, with a little like hint of like thanks for like standing in my way. I have no trust for these vampires. I am, however, concerned about your actions. They are quite clearly not your own. Thanks to you, I regained control. Maybe, for the time being, at least, we should escort the vampires to the cell, and you should return to the inn. That's wise. Raylan's gonna walk up to Hectoronis. I got, yeah, let's, I got him. Let's, let's go, <laughs> man. You should take Braylon with you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna pick up Braylon and uh, head for the inn. I'm gonna be shocked, though. Whoa! Okay. And just give up. <laughs> so the second that that Actoronis would have reached for his glaive, the vampire would have backed up, and Alexandra would sort of step in front and just kind of like the the scene was under control really quickly. But it's kind of like your friend okay, like that that kind of like what you doing? And then after that plays out, she would she would whisper over to Dagon, just kind of like move, still keeping the vampires in in full view. Is your friend all right? Uh, he's not himself. Um, was Alexander there when he took the orb? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I I think the orb is uh, perhaps a little too dominating on him. You do know what the orb does, do you not? I've read about it. If that's true, then you need to get that away from him. Because that's only going to get worse. I understand that he doesn't have any love for the vampires, and I... Trust me, I more than sympathize with that. But I promised them a fair trial at the very least, and I at least need to talk this over with Father White before we move forward. Of course. And trust me, I'll be getting that orb out of his hands. All right, let's deal with the vampires and get them to a cell. 
who would be going with Alexandra here? Me. Okay. Yeah, are are we are we all taking them to the thing or Yeah, just it's it's just escorting these, just making sure that they don't try to assault anyone or or try anything funny essentially. Oh, okay. Can we discuss this really quickly? Sure. As, as, as a real life team, human beings, not not characters. Oh, okay. I was yeah. gonna say because didn't uh, you get yeah. on after on his shoulder? So <laughs> I, should, I, you guys realize I should not be the only one going with fucking yeah the holy warrior over here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm in no I, condition to do anything. Well, I'll be, I still I'll be. think that it should be one per vampire. So Alexandra means someone else. Calden will go. Okay. Okay. I think that. Yeah, yeah, in that case, Dagon will follow Actaronus. And that, and that makes sense, because you're, like, the closest with Actaronus. All right, so Dagon is going to go with Actaronus and Braylon, and the rest of the team is going to uh, escort uh, Alexandra and take these vampires into custody, officially. So, these vampires are going to go very willingly. They're not trying to resist. They're not trying to fight back in any way. They've pretty much all of all but have accepted their fate. They were willing to die just a few moments ago, so them being taken into custody isn't a huge difference. Um, and after after the cell door kind of shuts, because they don't have a very large uh, holding area or anything like that. Mostly it's just for, you know, in case someone gets th- some rowdy drunk happens through or something like that. They don't have a they don't have a big military force. They, they don't really even have guards beyond Alexandra anymore. So they essentially only have a couple of cells, Almost more of a sheriff's office situation. So they're going to lock the three of them uh, in this cell, uh, leaving the other one vacant. And it's sizable enough that they can all be in there without it you know, being too cramped or crowded. Um, and they're going to go have a seat as soon as they're locked in. Because they, they kind of... I, I, they're figuring they're there for the duration. And the second they're locked away, Alexandria is going to sort of motion for for you to, to, to kind of get away from the get away from the cell and talk to her. Step back with her. Me too. If it's true what they're saying, and that's the last of their forces in those caves, then we have a chance to do something here that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime, to be honest. We could end this. The town would no longer be under attack. It would be over. It's true. You could release them from the curse of their vampirism by ending their existence. However, I don't know if we really know if these are all the vampires that have been attacking this town. And are we certain that these three vampires attacked the town before? Uh, She's going to shake her head. No. And actually... I was thinking of suggesting to Father White that we offer them a place to live. Here in your town? Here in Aubrey. Some of these people used to be... (laughs) A few that we've killed used to be residents. They're not mindless. If we could show that we could work with them, then... If there were more out there... Maybe we could just get ahead of this. We've been fighting them since I was too young to remember. And before that... We're not getting anywhere. You mean to end this not by ending their lives, but by ending the conflict between you 
Am I correct? That's what I'm suggesting. Do you recognize any of the vampires here that we're holding tonight? No. Might they have any family or relatives here in this town? I was going to talk to them about it. I hate to say it, but it's entirely possible. If not here, they may know someone nearby. If what he was saying is true and they actually offered asylum to vampires that were turned elsewhere, they could be coming from miles away. Those caves have been infested for <laughs> decades. But if I suggest this and they turn on us, it could be an absolute disaster. Calden is going to look to Era Love and then look to Alexandria and say, Either way, I don't think it's a decision we make tonight, but if that's something that you think should be brought up, if that's the resolution that you think is best, perhaps we propose that in the morning. And should you decide to take them in, there are more people in this town than there are vampires. I know you're the only one trained to fight them, perhaps more training could be given. So should they turn on you, which I don't believe they will, but should they turn on you, you'll be capable of fighting back. That was the original deal, if I am not mistaken. We would fight with them alongside to defeat Adobin in exchange. This town would help feed them in a way that is not harmful and they would offer protection. If that deal is still on the table, then maybe that's the way that they can contribute. I don't know if the original deal is still on the table, given what happened, but if we can give them some place to live that isn't a cave, being as how there's only three of them, we may be able to work in some sort of trial basis. Again, I can't make this decision. It, it would be up to Father White, but I'll talk to him about it. I appreciate you being honest. And Colin's going to give just a little head nod to her. I don't think there's going to be any more excitement tonight. I can keep an eye on things here. If you don't need any help, then should we go and see how Actaronis is doing? Check in on your friend. He, he might need your help. I believe that would be best. And uh, she's going to just kind of like sort of pat Errol of shoulders. You're walking away like, you know, thank you very much. And uh, she would turn and go take a seat when this, in this building. Errol would nod back to her as she does the shoulder pat. <laughs> um, let's catch up with uh, Actaronis, Dagon, and Braylon. What would be going on with you guys? I would say by now you'd get back to the inn, and what would be the next step here? Uh, Actorius would probably just head for his room and, like, place the bed back the right way and put Braylon on it and then start, like, uh, cleaning up his mess. Um, <clears throat> Dagon will follow him in and grab, like, uh, like, a, like, a cloth or something like that. And sort of drape it over his hands and then show it to Acteronis and say, Okay, put it here. <laughs> you mean the orb, right? 
course I mean the orb. It's under control. It's difficult. It's not perfect yet, but... It's getting worse and worse. And you were clearly not yourself back there. I think it's time we give it back. I was not myself right this instant with the vampires, but back in the cave, I was being more than myself. I was in full control of what I was doing. I believe you. I don't doubt that for a second. But if there's even a chance that something like this is going to happen, don't you think... Don't you think we just shouldn't go there? I, I won't deny that this orb has great power, and I'm, I'm sure it could help us. It only wants to destroy the undead. It'll never bring harm to you. But at what cost to yourself? Is this... Is this really where you want to go? Dagon, this orb... It may very well be the key to remembering who I really am. Remembering what happened in the last moments of Onagal. I can't just let it go. Not now. I'm so close. If if you want to remember Onagal, then we will go to Onagal. I, 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 I don't think you need the orb for that. And I don't think it I don't think it's healthy for you. Dagon, everyone I know is dead now. But if I can remember, then I'll be able to see their faces. They'll still be alive. If I can just remember. I I understand. Believe me. More than anyone, I understand. But I, this isn't the way to do it. Give me one more chance. I'll... I'll step away from the town for... For as long as the armors are being made, then we'll leave. If we ever encounter any any type of undead in the future, we we won't have this dilemma. If we encounter ghouls again, that it won't be an issue. I realize our errors from from today because I didn't know these people. But if I just step away for a moment, I won't interfere. It's not It's not eliminating the undead that I'm worried about. You understand? It's you. It's you losing yourself to this orb. That's what concerns me. He's going to take his helmet off again. Um, and he's going to say, "I've I've already lost myself once. I won't permit it to happen again." Give me one more chance. Okay. I trust you. But if this happens again, please promise me that you'll give it up. I I will do my best, but I don't think it'll let you. Let's see when we get there. Let's cross that bridge when it's necessary. Was that a threat from the orb? (laughs) (laughs) do me a favor um both of you roll a perception check is braylon passed out 
Yeah, he's been saying in the chat. Wake so. me yeah. up. Wake me yeah. up. Yeah. I, I thought I was asleep. That's why I thought that he put me in the bed. I was like, I'm, I'm definitely asleep. Okay. I didn't know if it was like, oh, a little guy's tuckered out. I didn't know well, if that was a thing. or Twofold. Like... Twofold. Because I know there's a lot of tension with those two, so I don't want to get involved. And secondly, it just makes sense because I've drank a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you're wrapping up this conversation, you are both going to notice that Actorinus's pack is going to begin to glow. It's not good for his case. It's my jet pack. <laughs> I have to return to my home planet! <laughs> and there's going to be kind of a low hum. It's going to start uh, almost almost inaudibly. And then as, as the conversation sort of winds to a close, it's just going to be this, this low kind of like drumming hum. And that, uh, that, that, that glow is going to be kind of hard to miss by the end of the conversation. Um, I would say that by this point, uh, Calden and Airlove would be back. I, I, they'd probably be walking into the room just as, you know, just as that's happening. As this thing's about to take off? Yeah. <laughs> um, Calden's going to walk in and look to uh, Actaronis and then look immediately to Dagon and say, is everything all right in here? I, I think so. He's gonna yeah. look at the orb. Let's let's let it let's let it do this for a little while. Can we glean whether this is a reaction from directly from the conversation? Like, does does the orb hate me? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really tough to tell motivation, but it started <laughs> it started right around the time. Um, uh, right around the time Actronis is kind of pouring his heart about it, just like, oh, this could help me, you know, get memories back or discover. It, it started right about that time, if you Oh. I was trying to entice you. Hmm. Hmm. Can I throw a blanket over it? Well, the, how about, how <laughs> well it's in his pack. It's not like it's um, it's not exposed or anything like that. But it would definitely be easy to see the the, the, the glow coming out of the pack. It's like someone left a flashlight on, but yeah. you know, way more bright. Well, are you going to pick up your new friend? Uh, he's going to take his. He's going to hand you over his glaive and his uh, the the scar blade in his sheath. He's like, if you trust me enough uh, to go get it, I trust you won't let me near those. Um, he'll nod. Uh, Both that he trusts and, and, all right. and that, you know, go ahead and do what you got to do. All right. He looks around and uh, he'll nod and... He'll go reach for the orb. Okay. <clears throat> You're gonna grab this with your hands, just to just to clarify. Yes. All right. The second Actorinus takes this orb in his hands. A familiar sight is going to strike the group as Actorinus's body is going to go completely rigid. The orb is going to glow, and there is going to be light shooting from Actorinus's eyes again. It's almost as if his 
uh, his spine is being flexed. Like this is going to like the, the, he looks like he is in a tremendous amount of pain, just like before. And Tactoronis, this is going to be a split second, but he is no longer standing in this inn with the party. He is back and on a call, and the city is going to be instantly familiar to him. And he is going to feel the cool night air on his skin. And he is going to see two very familiar uh, compatriots. And it looks as though um, it, it looks as though they're 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 patrolling something like that. They're walking the streets of Onakal. It's it's night. There's not there are not too many people around. And he's going to notice that his two friends are coughing pretty uncontrollably. And again, it, it it's kind of a it's kind of a dream state. Like it's not uh, the time time's kind of passing strangely. But Actronus is going to realize that he's he's also coughing, trying to trying to comfort his friends, trying to trying to get them to to just breathe. But it's this painful chest rattling cough, and the only thing he's going to be able to taste in his mouth is this 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 a bitter iron taste, and he's going to gasp for air, and be able to just get enough oxygen in him to, to stay conscious, but, but constantly just, just this deep, rattling cough. And as his, uh, his, his two friends start to go down, he's going to try to support one of them, but he's also going to go down. And he is going to let loose uh, a few more really deep, nasty, liquidy coughs, and then everything's going to fade to black. And he is going to snap out of it and come to back in this inn. To the rest of the party, about eight and a half minutes have gone by. Yeah. Erev <laughs> would turn to Dagon frantically and say, What were you speaking about before? What, what led to this? I asked Dr. Ronis to, to give me the orb to take it back and give it up. But he's convinced me otherwise. He's asked for another chance, and he spoke of Onakal. Jason, would Akronis sounds- <laughs> screaming, would, would that have woken me up? Was that a lot of noise, or was it was even screaming? I should say. Sorry, um, even- it's not. It's not screaming. It's just pretty much just, just it's it just every like he just clenches up like like mm. he's like he's like he's flexing every muscle in his body. Okay, so it wouldn't have made that much noise. Mm-mm. There's a lot of light. The though. light might have. <laughs> After, uh, is there anything we can do for him? Like, like uh, I, I guess the equivalent of like putting a wallet in his mouth. Or <laughs> <laughs> Don't put like, my tongue on my cheek. Yeah, can can Calden after they after they have this conversation? Can Calden like turn to Dagon and say, "Can you help me with him?" And sort of like lay him down, or is he unapproachable? Well, he's not going to move from his spot, but the second this, the second this stops, um, have you ever have you ever done the thing where like you 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 clench a muscle for a really long time or something like that? He would pretty much fall down. Like I mean, that would be like he would be spent. Like it, it, someone would need to you know either catch him or pick him up or something. Well, before that, sorry, mm-hmm. I just wanted after Dagon said that it 
he wanted to find more visions of on a call. Air love's still frantic and little like, cause she's worried about him. She's going to be like, doesn't this prove that it has intelligence that this orb is manipulating him? He speaks of wanting visions of on a call and then it offers them up. This orb is clearly dangerous. I know it is. I know it is. And I've tried to ask him to give it up, but he's not having it. He thinks it's going to help him remember the past. And uh, I know. But he asks for visions of the past and it delivers them. One second it's taking over his body, the next second it's offering up what he wants. Don't you see how this is going to lead to this orb completely taking him over? It offers him the thing he desires, and then it takes him over. I know. I know. But this is what he wants, and who are we to deny him that? All we can do is be there when we realize that it is taking over and stop it. If you can convince him otherwise, please go for it. But he's not listening to me. (sighs) I'm just concerned. And then I guess that's when we would be done. So, Acteronus would snap out of this. And, again, it would be it would be a thing where just, like, all of his muscles go slack at once, and the, the, the light would stop just seconds before that, so it would be a pretty clear indication to everybody. It's like, okay, he's done. Uh, this happened once before in the field, so you kind of know what to expect. <laughs> Is he still like standing or? Um, uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Well, uh, unless you have something more specific, but as is like all his muscles relax, he just falls on his knees and just like catches himself with his hands. Uh, and he's just gonna pound the ground with a, a fist in the, uh, the hand that's not holding the orb. And he's just gonna say, I couldn't save them. Of course not. And he's gonna stand up. And uh, tuck the orb away. <laughs> he looks around at everybody. Was I out for a long time again? <laughs> long enough. Does it? Does it hurt? Is it really worth it? Um, does it hurt, Jason? It's not pleasant. No. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's what he's gonna say then. It's it's not pleasant, but it is worth it. Yes. I feel like I'm getting closer. Jason. Miel. Does... Does Dagon know what Thermak did at Onacall? Hmm. Huh. Let's think back here. I don't know if anyone ever told me. That's what I'm saying. I can't think of a conversation... Uh, group two wasn't super sherry back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was there when we went back. Yeah, right. To go, you know, to eradicate the city, but I don't even know if I knew why it was like that. And old Dagon wasn't too about asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. You know what? Roll a saving throw. Oh, okay. Ten or higher, they would have talked about it at some point. Nope. nope. Okay. Oh, damn. Oh, well, that say, seems fitting, the mystery though. remains. Yeah. I would say Braylon wake up when Actoronis pounds the ground. I think that's a lot enough noise for him to wake up. But he's not going to, like, shoot up. He's just going to, like, 
kind of lift his head up and open one eye as as much as he can, and then put his head back down. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing Theramac did that is what uh, Actronus went through. Yeah. Or do we know? Yeah, it is okay. I wish I had some insight for him, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I didn't describe what happened. Yeah. And anyone who did, he's dead now. So, <sighs> sorry. Uh, I guess Calden could ask, um, Actaronis, what does it show you? So far, it's shown me my... the night of the tournament back in Onakal. Um, if I could just remember what date it was on, it could help us trace back the memory but it's shown me what I was doing on that night patrolling the streets then it feels like we we got sick um, I remember we started coughing at some point um, it increased rapidly it became worse and worse and I tried to get them back at the estate but I couldn't we couldn't get there in time and then I I collapsed as well and all that I could all I can remember was the taste and smell of blood and ash iron in my mouth I need more is this a memory or a glimpse of the future or it feels like a memory. I know I've been there. I'm sure of it. The faces of Amulus and Sahar, my cousin and niece, they're clear as if I've never forgotten them before. Actaronis, doesn't it seem convenient that one moment you're speaking of wanting visions of Anakal, then the next the orb offers them up? Doesn't this seem like clear manipulation to you? No, it to me it seems it wants to prove me that it can bring back those memories. After taking control of your body? After having my friends try to take it away from me. I think it wants to convince me not to let it go. And I see your point, but trust me, these images are so vivid they have to be true I'm not questioning if they're true it just seems like this orb is offering what you desire in order for you to keep keep it so it could do what it desires by controlling you if it helps me I'm willing to help it out but I won't let, let it control me and take over all it takes is one misfortune, and you cannot take it back. If it controls you and does what it wills, and you cannot stop it, what then? What if it does attack one of us? What if it attacks an ally? Then he he's going to take a step closer to our love. Then you must do what, as an invoker of the Raven Queen, you must do. Protect your friends from me and get rid of this one undead corpse in front of you. I trust you will do that. 
But you aren't just an undead corpse. You're my friend. Wouldn't you want to prevent me from killing a friend by releasing this orb now? I, our love, I, I can't. If I'm lost to the orb, then I'm your friend no longer. But I need this. I just don't want misfortune to befall you. This comes from a place of friendship. Know that, Acteronis. But I don't, I don't believe you should keep this orb. Regardless of what visions it offers up. I will, eventually. I told Dagon I would return it to the church. I will at some point. It belongs to them. But I won't do it just right now. I'm sorry. But my mind is set. If your mind is set, then there's nothing I could do. But please, keep in mind my concern and all of our concerns for you. If it puts you in danger, I will stop. It might be too late then. You're right. There's there's nothing you can do to change my mind, I'm afraid. Then I will keep a watch on you, as I know you would do for me. And he's going to nod. Acteronis, uh, the tournament you mentioned, as I sit here thinking, I believe I can give you a rough timeline on when that occurred. I'm listening. Our former party members, long before you were here, they were part of that tournament. Uh, in fact, Valis was part of that tournament as well. Valis, yes, the 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 groom, the butcher of Brightport. I remember him. You do, and I remember you asking me if you knew who he was. It. I remembered him after I asked. Um, a few days later. It unlocked a few other memories, which which is why the memories from the orb seem seem correct. Um, before coming in contact with the orb, I, I managed to remember a few things. I know I was I was a huge fan of the Butcher of Brightport. He was an amazing fighter. I've seen a lot of his matches, but I don't think he knew me at that time. Yes, at that time, from what I've heard I put that tournament a, a couple months ago does this, that seem right to you it must have been only a week or so or two before I met you then so I don't know what you had in mind as far as you know when this all happened but I hope that I hope that gives you some perspective I don't know um if we all fell to a sickness, then there's nothing really we could have done. But also being not really that long ago, I'm, I'm sure there's something there. I'm sure there's something you could find to answer more questions for you. And again, I'm just going to say, I don't think you need the orb to do that. But I'll just leave it at that. Then let's make a deal, because... Uh, time is of the essence. Let's let's accomplish the task at hand. 
and then when we can get to Onakal. And I don't need the orb to remember. Then I'll get rid of it. Are demons undead? They're not, are they? I bet they use undead. I don't think you'd have access to that information. <laughs> Let's go to the library. Damn. <laughs> there is a little girl here who's a repository of like everything. Yeah. Of all oh, knowledge. Yeah. What was her name? The one who dropped the book. Yeah. And I Spider-Man caught it. Spider-Man. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Um, Calden's going to say, speaking of deals, Alexandria has safely uh, put away the vampires. However, she has proposed that she would like to possibly bring them into the fold of Aubrey. Is she crazy? No, I didn't say that, but Dagon will just be like, <laughs> what? Um, they why? don't... Sorry, go ahead. Why would she even consider this? I think because she longs to put an end to the conflict between them, and not in the way that they had come into town proposing to have their lives be ended, but to have them brought back to have them be a part of the community. There are so few of them and they might have relatives here in town and if not have relatives nearby. She sees it as a potential way to stop the violence that it's been happening here for years. You know, at this point, I don't, I don't even want to get involved anymore. I, if that's what she wants to do, then that's fine but I think we have a world to save and I think we should get some sleep and I think we should move on as quickly as we can maybe the service that we've rendered this town could some way somehow expedite Artemis's services for us that way we could be done of this place I agree. Let's pay him a visit tomorrow and um, let's get some well-deserved rest and uh, let's put Braylon back in his own bed. <laughs> Whose bed is he in? <laughs> I mean, the, I'm in I guess mine. Bed. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> bed. So you guys are getting some sleep? Yeah. Yep. Well, I want to know if everyone goes to sleep, can Braylon wake up in the middle of the night? Because he was listening to the conversation. I guess, yeah, why? I want to sneak into the room and get the orb, but I don't think it's safe in his hands. Ooh. Ooh. I like you. <laughs> Sorry. So let's do a thing. Let's say middle of the night, somewhere in there. This is this is before dawn. Group's getting some rest. Braylon is going to wake up. Now... The objective, if I'm to understand, is to try to sneak over to Actaronis's pack and get the orb. Correct. Okay. I'm assuming Actaronis wouldn't be sleeping with the orb clutched in his hands or something like no, that. No, no, no. I uh, hope not. Damn, All that's right. even more reason to steal it. Not yet. <laughs> Later. Later episodes. Okay. So I think it's time for a little skill check challenge. How's that sound? 
I'm These are my on least board. favorite. Yay. What I'm looking for here is three successes before three failures. So okay. what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you roll a stealth check to just to kick things off. Like, let's see how quiet you're going to creep over to, to this pack. So before I start, you can probably already see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Do I have my full eight hours or no? Or four, is it six, mean, up, six hours? I would say yeah. you, you'd have enough to get an extended rest. Nice. Oh, so coming kind of back. So, Brillen, if you become the orb's new champion, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm not going to. That's not the goal. The goal is to get it away from all of us. Uh, so before he wakes up, or when he's getting up, I want to use Glimpse the Future. Because this is technically oh a non-combat encounter, right? Uh, yes. Yep, I'm going to use it. That's the first one. That's awful. Not oh, no. Uh, come on. That's nice. That's, that's a little good. better. Keep going. Okay, give him the 12. <laughs> give him the 12. Totally not Two, worth Two, 12, and a 1, everyone at home. Yeah, Braylon sees the different outcomes, and like, in all but one, Actronus wakes up and gets really mad at him. Like, <laughs> they're, all, they're all bad. Every future, every different outcome, he's like, oh, this is not going to end well. But he still goes for it. So, stealth check, right? Uh, stealth check, yes. All right, here we go. Oh, okay, Jesus. we're going to use 12 Rattling. <laughs> okay. You're still drunk. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, time out. Time out. Hold on. <laughs> I, think, I think I have something for when I roll a one, being a half one. I think that's when... I think it's in combat? Mm-hmm. If something targets you, I think you get second chance? Yeah, I think if it's someone hits you or... Uh, I think there might be another thing with one. No, I'm sure. thinking of fifth edition. No, you're oh, right. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, we use the twelve. I'm gonna use the twelve. Okay, great start. Braylon <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is going to start to sneak across the floor here, and there's some creaky old floorboards um, that uh, sort of they 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 make noise, and you don't notice it so much until you are trying to avoid detection. Normally. It's just kind of one of those things like, eh, floorboard's great, but you don't, you don't really think about it. Moving across this floor, though, it becomes very noticeable. It's like, holy shit, every board in this entire, this place is just being held together with glue, I think. And Braylon is going to start to move across this floor and instantly hit, uh, hit a, a particular floorboard that's like, Arr! and I would imagine Braylon is going to stop dead. Yep. We're going to count that as one failure. No. Oh, even with the 12. <laughs> okay. What's the next What's the next one for me, sir? Um, give me one more stealth check. Oh, God in heaven. <sighs> yes. Ooh. Perhaps learning from his mistakes. Braylon's going to go just a bit slower, but uh, his, 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 his footfalls are going to be much lighter. And he is going to make it all the way across this floor to Actaronis' bed. We're going to count that as a success. So one and one so far. This is very nerve-wracking. Do me a favor. Give me a perception check. This doesn't count for the uh, the thing. I just want to... Oh, okay. Oh, man, of course, perception. What I... <laughs> I mean, that's not the worst I've done. No. Um, uh, after, after glancing around, you're going to see... You're going to see Actoronis' pack sitting at the foot of his bed. 
uh, sort of where like uh, like a military like uh, like a storage box like a footlocker would be. Okay. Now, do me a favor. Give me a thievery check to see if you can open this bag without rustling stuff around. Ooh. No! <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing shit out of the bag. <laughs> I'm still I'm still a little drunk, guys. Still a little drunk. So Braylon's going to motion over to this bag and perhaps just figuring that the the flap is just loose and not affixed to anything. It's just going to aggressively grab the top of the flap and just jerk it up. But instead, the entire it, it's it's sort of tied, so the entire bag is just going to go boom, boom, and 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 just sort of like he's going to pick the bag up aggressively and shake it by mistake. And that's going to be two failures. Oh boy! Don't like daddy. <laughs> that's exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> Stupid game. And Actoronis is just kind of go and just kind of like just just still still sleeping, but but like you you almost did it there. Um, do me a favor, give me another thievery check. Oh, oh yes! Oh. <laughs> are we? Are you? No, let's 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 pause. Let me hit pause real quick. <laughs> Dragon Age, pause. Let me check all my players real quick. <laughs> You in this, this. In, in your skill check challenge, Mr. Massey. Yes. Do you count successes as two successes, as in the rule book, or is this homebrewed Jason Massey? This is homebrewed. A success no! is just a success. <laughs> oh damn it! Okay. How many successes and how many failures can he have? Three and three. So he's two I'm and two right now. Dead even right now. <laughs> so it all comes down to this next one. <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> Come on, Braylon. You can do it. <laughs> he's not he's not encouraging you that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> oh man why don't you sing a song to make yourself better <laughs> it doesn't work like that sometimes well I don't have anything that helps no. me quite. it doesn't work like that sometimes because yeah. <laughs> all my stuff is like Just start whistling. helping everybody else with talking to people and then there's nothing about making anyone extra sneaky Nothing like that. If you don't want to get caught, I could teleport you to me in like another room. <laughs> You're all in on this. Yeah. I just imagine everyone's watching him except Actoronis. Just, <laughs> just quietly. Here we go. Braylon is going to deftly unloop the tie that fastens Actoronis' bag together and lift the flap dead silently. I mean, like an expert thief. And the orb is going to be sitting right there. Right on top. And it's going to give off this faint glow the second the flap is opened. Would you like to grab the orb? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Alex, the player, knows, hey man, don't fucking touch that. Mm -hmm. Braylon, the halfling, has no idea. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't really been paying attention. All he knows is that he thinks it has a connection to to Actoronis. Gotcha. Plus, he was listening to when it said, when Erlov was yelling at, at Actoronis, like it's going to show or to Dagon, it's going to show him his desires and da da da. And he kind of actually wants to see if that's true. Okay. So he's going to grab it with his bare hands. Alrighty. The second that Braylon touches this orb, there's going to be this blinding flash. And Braylon is going to stumble for just a second and sort of just just kind of bump the edge of Actoronis' bed. Oh, no. 
Now, Actronus's weapon is going to be laying against against the edge of the bed here. And it's going to cause his weapon to tip over and start to fall to the ground. Braylon, do me a favor. Roll an acrobatics check. Oh, finally! Hold on a second. No, this is okay. <laughs> <laughs> on a 20 or higher, you're going to pass. Oh. 19 or lower, you're going to fail. It all comes down to this. If you pass, you are going to you're going to leap for this and and catch it and make no sound. If you fail, it's going to clatter to the ground and wake Actorunus up. I'll wake up the whole damn. Animal. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> so I go right go. ahead, roll an acrobatics check for me. A moment like this. Oh. oh! <laughs> Uh, hats off. Beautiful. <laughs> you never get to pass these. No. Acrobatics, I have it okay, but like whenever it counts for acrobatics, like Craig, I almost die. <laughs> <laughs> so temporarily, it's gonna it's gonna startle Braylon. And uh he is going to bump Actronus's bed just 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 a touch, and his weapon is going to start to fall over, and Braylon's going to see this and sort of leap forward for it and kind of catch it kind of behind the back and land on one foot and just like stand there for just a second like holy shit holy shit holy shit just waiting to see if anything happens Actronus is not going to wake up and Braylon is going to have possession <laughs> Braylon's going to have possession of this orb now you have passed the skill check challenge sir oh I hate those that's, that's so good Jack, Jackie nice. Chan drunken master shit right there <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would I would want to leave the inn with the orb and head for Father wasn't Father White. Mm-hmm. I'd want to go to wherever either he sleeps at the at the church or whatever house he lives in. So you're just okay. You're just flat out leaving the inn and going right it, like in the middle of the night, just like. Uh, yes, I do not want this thing in our group anymore. Oh my. Okay. Wow. Congratulations, Braylon. I will find the skill challenge. Xavier is still my friend. <laughs> oh no. No, that's cool. Keep going. I like this. Um Oh wow. Okay. So Braylon's gonna get to the door of the church here, and obviously it's it's never really locked or anything. It's it's a church. It, it, is is Braylon just walking in just like just hot potato, get get like just kind of well, I assume I put it in my pack because right. I don't want to carry that thing outside like, hey look what I got. So he's gonna be he's gonna put it in his pack. And he's going to walk to the church. And if it's like open all hours, of course, he's, he's going to go inside, but not, mm-hmm. not like rush inside. No, normally open the door, close it behind him, walk very slowly, too, because his head kind of hurts from being mm-hmm. drunk still. And he's going to go to the nearest uh, acolyte or, or uh, priest and ask for Father White. Well, OK, here's the interesting thing. Everyone appears to be uh, th- th- this place appears to be pretty much deserted except for Clarissa, the young lady who ran up to you with the book um, the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary Jane. Got it. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's going to she's going to see you walk in and kind of light up. It, it looked like she was she was pretty tired, like uh, she was uh, just sort of head in a book the entire time. Um, uh, watching you walk in and then just recognizing you like, oh, just kind of perk up. Is there, is there something we can do? Uh, Yeah, I was wondering if Father White's around. I gotta talk to him about some pretty important adventure stuff. Um, well, 
Alexandra came in pretty early. Uh, they're they're in a meeting right now. Did you, is it something really urgent? I could go get them. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of glance to my pack. Yeah, it's actually like I would say priority one. If we're if we're assigning priorities here. Oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, okay. And and she's gonna kind of get flustered, like, oh, I'm wasting your time. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, I'll I'll go get him right away. Right away. Just stay right here. Okay, no problem. So she's going to disappear, and a few minutes are going to go by. Uh, and this place is pretty, pretty silent. Um, and after a few minutes, uh, Father White is going to round a corner here. And do me a favor, roll a perception check. He's never in well. Only got one good one. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> Oh, just picking You've gotten all the good rolls you're going to get for the night. For the rest of the game, probably. <laughs> for like the next two games. Um, well, Father White's going to look absolutely exhausted, but Braylon's not going to notice that. Mm, no. Um, and almost halfway yawning. <sighs> can I help you, Braylon? <sighs> well, Father White, yes, you can. I'm just going to kind of bend down. Well, he doesn't have to bend down, but he's going to take his pack off and get a cloth this time because it didn't do what he wanted to do the first time. So he's going to get a cloth and wrap it around the orb and f- grab it and then flip it open so he sees what he's giving him and then close, like cover it back up again and hand it off and say, I'm here to return uh, the loner weapon you gave us. Um, and, and he's going to he's going to realize what you're doing. Are you quite sure about this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Am I quite sure? Let me tell you this, Father. This thing nearly made my friends fight each other over something that could have possibly or could not have possibly happened. I don't I don't want it to push them any further. We have other stuff we have to do. I would even I would beg to say bigger things than getting involved in some genocidal blood war with vampires, which by the way, I'm 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 completely okay with us doing. We're discussing the matter now. That's good. That's that's good. Uh, regardless, we need to get. I need to give this thing back and just for future reference. I don't think anyone else besides Actheronis could even have the gusto to carry this thing. Seeing what it was going to do to him and eventually drive him to, I feel like there's not a single other soul on this planet that could probably wield it. Alex mentioned something about your friend. Is he all right? Well, considering I stole it from right under his nose, yeah, he's all right, sleeping peacefully. You see, he wasn't going to give this thing back willingly. And I just want to let you know that because he's not the type of person who would ever do that. I mean, I've only known him for a couple of weeks, maybe a month at the most, but I know what's in his heart. And this thing was definitely corroding it. You believe the artifact had a hold on your friend? It started to get one, yeah. Um... He almost, well, from what I can remember, most of my most of my evening, I don't know if you noticed, but we, I was celebrating with the rest of the team, and from what I could see through my blurred vision, it looked like he was about to step in front of one of your captors, or one of the captive vampires, and end him right there, without a second thought. He's going to reach out, and uh, still keeping this thing wrapped, just like, okay, well, I'm not touching it, like, just kind of a, you know, then we'll be sure to put it away. Yes, that is probably the best idea. Uh, you mentioned something about a meeting. What do you guys? What's what's going on in there? Is everything all right? We're 
discussing the vampire situation. I, I want to say for the record that we are more than thankful for the effort you've put in here. Of course, of course. I mean, I wouldn't like a world where there was no Aubrey, right? Or there was, it's a nice town, right? It's nice to have a bunch of healers here and you guys took us in welcomingly, welcomingly. There's only one other place that I felt like that and that was Fairbay. You've mentioned a couple of times now that you and your party are pressed for time. That you have some large event you need to tend to. Is there anything we can do here that could aid you with that? <laughs> it's funny you should mention it, actually, because Actoronis was very adamant about us getting you guys ready. Um, but, I mean, so far, I think we've got everything in line. I mean, as long as you can help us out with Artemis keeping his end of the bargain... Uh, and talking as little as possible because I don't really much care for the man uh, and possibly getting things done faster if it's I mean I'm not a blacksmith or a repairman so I don't know how long those things are going to take um, but also just be sure to train your, your clerics and your acolytes make them the best that they can be I mean this town has a lot of potential and it's it's clergy seem on, t- on top of the ball if you could hold off vampires for that long we're actually in talks with the people of Dern Hollow supposed to get some new trainees from the Overwatch. Oh, nice. Well, I've been to Dernhall maybe a few times. Uh, can't say much for the forms of entertainment they have, uh, but I can say that most of the guards that I do remember there seem pretty and intimidating. Hopefully the trainees are just as intimidating. They would keep crime down. You mentioned Mr. Peck. He has a not-so-sterling reputation here. When did he promise your new armor? Why? Oh, I don't rem- much remember because he kind of played some mind games with me and made me consider myself and my existence. It's a long story. I won't bore you with it. Uh, gave us the typical sales pitch. A couple, couple weeks, maybe a month. Uh, honestly, we don't have that kind of time. If I'm to understand, he's fixing your ship too. Yep. Yeah, we we work we we finagled a deal, if you would. Uh, Again, he said that's going to take more time also. Uh, he said he had some friends who were ship repairmen or repairmen, but again, I mean, can you really trust the guy? I'll speak with Alexandra. She'll go have a word with Mr. Peck. We'll see if we can speed up this timetable for you. Thanks. I really appreciate that, Father. Thank you very much. Uh, that's another thing my buddies and I were kind of curious about. I mean... We didn't know about the vampire problems till we got here, and that kind of sidetracked us, got our minds off things too. But there's some, you got some weird stuff going on with your nature, right? I mean, it seemed like that river coming into, from the bay north, uh, seemed like there was something in the water there. Is that a, is that something you're familiar with? How do you mean? Uh, there was like a whirlpool or something, uh, and the water was flowing the wrong direction. I'm not familiar with anything, but I could ask around. I don't believe the town too often mm, okay well yeah I mean if you have the time I know that you guys are busy but with uh, undead captives and all uh, but yeah let us know we'll be in town for a little while and thanks again for uh, for letting us borrow your, uh, your little toy there I'm sorry I caused you so much trouble speeding up this repair is 
The least we can do for all of the effort. Uh, thanks. I, we, we appreciate it. And uh, if you need anything else, we'll be in town. Also, if Actoronis does come around looking for it, uh, don't give it to him. You're certain of this? Uh, 100%. All right. We'll lock it away until the time comes that we might need it. I really hope that you and I don't have to see that day. Because I can't think of a single situation when that thing will help out again. Um, he's going to kind of nod gravely like, okay, wow, that's all right. Okay. Freyland will finger guns and then leave. And uh, I'll go to Actoronis' room and I'll wait for him to wake up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Unless you wake him, uh, a couple of hours are going to pass here. And uh, just about the time that Dawn is going to uh, start to start to rear its head, uh, sunlight's going to start to pour into the window here. Uh, I would say the party is going to kind of start to wake up, get its stuff together, and Acteronis would be waking up for the morning. Hi. It's yawning happily. Thing he does run to the orb for a hit. <laughs> yeah, so for some some unknown reason, I go right for the church and ask for my orb back. <laughs> uh, are you in my room, Berlin? Yeah, I'm like sitting in, in what remain whatever chair you didn't break. I'm sitting in. All right. So on the floor. Oh no! Kidding, kidding. Yes, and. Right. <laughs> are we all in the same room? I would say it was split up, like a couple of you rooming uh, like together, so maybe spread out over like three rooms. Okay. I was going to say, because I would have just been meditating, so there's a good chance I probably would have right. seen anything happen. But I probably wouldn't have stopped it either. Just like oh. open one eye while you're sitting <laughs> yeah. like cross-legged <laughs> on the ground. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this is the first night Actronis sleeps without his armor. Oh, Lord. He's Ooh, really so... comfortable, though. Yeah. Uh, he's going to turn around and see Braylon and uh, kind of like a groggy half-smile going to say, like, oh, feeling better this morning? Yeah. Actually, I'm feeling a lot better. I need to talk to you about something. Go ahead. Uh, look, I know you and I, we've gotten, we've gotten pretty close, man. I mean, I consider you one of my most trusted friends. I've and I haven't had one of those in a long time. Well, me too, Berlin. I appreciate you saying that. That's what's going to make this next part really hard. Uh, I was awake last night, and I heard everyone arguing with you about the orb. Uh, don't bother reaching for it. I returned it. And I told Father White that you are not to touch it. That no one is to touch it. Not after what I saw. What did you see? I saw the same thing I saw the first time you used it. Your physical body in, a, in an, an excruciatingly painful shape. Your face, every, your, your helmet socket light up with the brightest light I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I couldn't bear to see you do it again and see what it was doing to you. When you spoke to us, when you talked about finding out what happened and on a call, your past... I mean, I guess I've been running away from my past, and I'm I'm thankful no one's really you guys never really asked about it when when I signed up. 
So I can't imagine what it's like to not remember your past. But I do know that it's not worth the price that thing is making you pay or would have made you pay. You, you were in danger of hurting us, like Toronas. You almost killed that vampire out there. They had surrendered. You would have been the exact same thing you didn't want to become. Uh, he's going to move the sheets aside. He's got PJs on, so it's fine. He's going to stand up and walk uh, closer to Braylon and then kneel down to be at the same eye level. Kind of with uh, really furrowed brows, eyebrows. And he's going to relax them. And he's going to extend a hand. And he's going to say, um, Hold on, hold on. You really are a true friend, Braylon. Although you should have asked, it touches me deeply that you would go the extra length of breaking into my room and steal from me to keep me safe. Well, you know, I thought I should propel halfling stereotypes. It's the first time in my life I've actually done something that most people accuse halflings of doing. And I do mean that I truly believe it would have hurt you, possibly even killed you again, I guess. You are a good friend, but I will be getting the orb back, Braylon. And he's going to smirk. I will uh, see what Father... If Father White has anything to say against it, then I'll take it to him. Um, I guess... Um, no, no, um, no disrespect, but um, he may be a little wiser on the matter. And again, thank you. But I'll go get it back. <sighs> and he's gonna stand up and start wearing his huge furs. Brandon's gonna hop off the chair. Ugh, look, man, I've seen a lot of things in my travels. I've seen people who have lost something and I've seen what happens to them and the, and the, the, the distance they'll go to get it back or attempt to get it back. This is Theria, Actoronis. You can't get something back. You can't get anything for free. There's always a price. And if you're willing to pay with your life, then I can't stop you. But I can at least stall you for as long as possible. He's going to give you a nod, but he's going to take his stuff and then he's going to walk out the door and uh, close it. Not not slam it, but close it vigorously. And just leave. Raylan's going to say damn it under his breath. Um, what about the rest of the party here? Who's um... well, who's in who's in the room? I would say it was just those two in the room. But yeah, I, I, Dagon would be <clears throat> Dagon would be around like out and about. Uh, uh, Kaldin and Aerolove would also be awake. Okay, so we wouldn't have really seen this or heard this, right? Um, you'd, like you'd hear the door close. Not again, not aggressively, but yeah, like you just see actor and it's like leaving. Okay. Um, we don't know that the orb was taken. We yeah. don't know where actor and is going. So I guess we're just getting ready for the day. No, uh, yeah, because as far as Dagon left it. He asked Acteronis to return it. He said, no, give me another chance. He agreed to that, so that was that. I think I'm ready to go check on the armor. <laughs> I think Braylon would get some food first and then meet up with everybody. 
Did they have continental breakfast at this inn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean to imply that I was leaving the inn necessarily to go right away to the church, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I was no, just waiting for like a serious <laughs> problem. You have to go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so would the group be meeting up for the day then, just to kind of do the group thing of like? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would Let's go do the probably. Thing. Yeah, I would go yeah. downstairs and pay for the damage. Probably first things. <laughs> that would be appreciated. Although you have risked your life uh, for the for the town, so they'd probably even look past that. Just oh, Mister Actoronis, thank you for not destroying everything. Really appreciate it. That kind of thing. Like no, thanks yeah, for, but I thanks mean, for leaving one chair. No, <laughs> no, that won't do. That won't do. I'd, I'd give like whatever's too much. For the damage, <laughs> whatever's too much. <laughs> I remember. So, I don't know 10, how much. Ten thousand gold. Whoa. No, I uh, get what you're saying. Yeah, I'll ask Dagon for a loan. <laughs> 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 or Braylon. Oh no! no. Well, <laughs> you I'm me, already, buddy. I sent off half my money's already. So you flushed <laughs> down my weed. It did. <laughs> for your own good. So no. you guys are getting you guys are getting together for the day. You're 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 grabbing you're grabbing a little breakfast. You're you're getting you're getting your stuff together, doing your morning stretch. And well, I, yeah, I mean something I mean, cold. Last night, Dagon kind of left off on like we need we need to get going. We need to you know get back on track. So he'd probably grab something to eat or whatever, but he'd probably head right over to Artemis's shop. I would. I'd hang out with Dagon because I can't. Actaronis left a bad taste in my mouth, so I have to. I have to hang out with somebody else now. Hey yo, Erlov <laughs> would not go to see Artemis. <laughs> that is other people's problem. <laughs> he would be hurt because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he nailed it. He thinks he's like, yeah. <laughs> he could keep on thinking that. I'm not. <laughs> I think Actaronis so thinks you're saying it too. there's a chance. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's head on over to the trusty blade. Let's go talk to Artemis. So we got Dagon and Braylon, right? Mm-hmm. So the shop would be Calden oh. would come along. Come Calden would come along as well. All right. So nice. Dagon, Braylon, Calden. Okay. Uh, the shop would be pretty much just opening for the day officially. Um, so. Uh, walking in, it isn't like uh, it isn't like it's going to be you know locked or anything like that. It's it's daylight now, so uh, walking in, you would see Artemis behind the counter, and the the dragon scales would be out. Now there's like a little workbench behind the counter, uh, not the actual counter. He wouldn't keep that stuff it's just sitting there, but behind the behind the thing there'd be like a workbench, and he would be he would already be you know getting to work. And the second uh, the second he'd hear the door. Uh, he'd turn around. <sighs> hey. <laughs> How many days have passed since we dropped off the scales? Um, like... Only a couple. Okay. So he sighs. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're so happy to see us. Look, man, I'm moving as fast as I can. I already got Alexandra coming over here telling me that I'm trying to stall and keep you guys here that, that is a hurtful insinuation you know i think braylon at this point would nudge dagon on the leg I'll, I'll tell you about that later and then let them continue talking okay okay all right artemis realistically how many days is this going to take we don't have time 
the armor. I could maybe, if I worked day and night, fingers to the bone, maybe a week. We don't have a week. Okay, what about the ship? Please tell me you've made progress there. Well, here's the thing. Apparently, my friends aren't trustworthy enough, if you can believe that. So, they're actually sending a bunch of grunts from the town up with Rusty to expedite, I was told. Help carry stuff, hammer, that that sort of thing. So, your ship could probably be seaworthy again in eight or nine days. We don't have eight or nine days. Did we let him in on... We didn't tell him what we're doing, no. right? Okay. Hell no. So um, I'm going to choke back from mentioning anything. Look, man, I I get you're in a rush. I do. And at this point, I want you to go away. No offense. None taken. But I can only move so fast. There's there's lots of little intricate things going on with this armor. It takes little hands. It also takes time. Just to clarify, that tiefling lady you came in with, she's going with you or staying or... She's with us. Don't worry about her, okay? Okay, okay. But just a question. Is there anything we can do to further expedite this? Captain Dagon. Yeah. This might not be the best suggestion, but we do have three able bodies sitting in a cell who might be willing to prove themselves. Raylan's going to be like, oh, yeah. Maybe. We don't know if they're handy. I mean, I guess we could ask. It'd be a good way for them to prove themselves, right? I mean, they're trying to get back into reestablished society. We'll have to be here anyway for as long as the armor can take, as expedited as that can be. And he's going to look at Artemis. But we could perhaps oversee them helping repairs on the ship. I was going to say, and they could be our night crew, right? Because they can't really be on the daytime. He's going to say this out loud without realizing Artemis is listening, obviously. Artemis is going to speak up. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man, whatever. Hey, you got real tiny hands. And he's going to be looking at at Braylon. (laughs) He's going to look back. Ha! I mean... If you really want this to go any faster, you could lend a hand, little tiny baby hand. He's gonna audibly growl. No, give him jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna grit his teeth, close his eyes, and start counting to three. And at the guess at three, he's gonna look back at Artemis. What would you need me to do? Well, there's lots of tiny little rivets and things like that. You know, I'm not insulting you, right? Like this is that's a gift. It's a gift you got, them little tiny hands. It's really intricate work. Braylon's going to leap onto the <laughs> counter and yell at him, Look, asshole, I have a gift. I play music. Really good fucking music, okay? I don't need you to tell me about how good tiny hands are, how important they are. Hey, it's been a really rough 48 hours. I'm telling you I'll help you. 
stop talking about my hands and tell me what I have to do. And he's gonna he's gonna like raise his hands like <laughs> And he's gonna he's gonna kind of like lean over to Dagon. Your friend's got a little person complex. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Alright. You stay here with me, I'll tell you what you can do, and I'll see if I can teach you a few things. How's that sound? He's going to have a forced smile. Sounds like fun, Artemis. Let's get started. Braylon. Oh, God. Braylon. To Dagon, to Sir Calden. He's like, yeah. Think of it as learning a new song. (sighs) Okay. I mean, I honestly haven't really learned a new one in a while. And learning something new would be fun, I guess. I hope you know I don't usually take on apprentices, so this is pretty important. <laughs> Braylon's going to close his eyes, look up at the ceiling, and just mouth-fuck me. He's <laughs> 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 going he's gonna to make a disgusted sound and say, All right, boss, show me what I need to do. Guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop for today. Yeah. What we're going to do next time is montage well that's that's <laughs> kind of what i'm going by we we may advance time day by day and oh, i'll just we, let you know what yeah. would be happening in town every day so that you guys don't have to role play the entire time <laughs> yeah <laughs> we need we need to desperately jump ahead yes. I, yeah i did want to say something to uh, artemis before we we finish though uh i was just waiting for everybody to like have their turn. So I don't know if you want to splice that in. Oh, I didn't know if you were time. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, so yeah, I you, didn't one. you didn't come with us. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I could do that during the week. Next next game. That's okay. fine. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I did. We'll I did want to. I did want to tell Dagon and Calvin about the orb too, to make sure that since I'm going to be here working with fucking Artemis, that they got to watch out. Like, hey, you know, he's going to go talk to Father White again. He'll do anything for another hit. Yeah, he he's needs that hit, man. He's he's fiending, man. I saw him scratch his neck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Oh wow. Uh, so yeah, that that like next time, what we're gonna do is, um, first of all, there will be no tech difficulties. I have I have willed it to happen. <laughs> I put it out there in the universe. I have I haven't had a long session with you guys in a while, mm-hmm. and I know we get started kind of late, but we have to. So next time, no tech difficulties. That's what I'm proposing. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> well, now we know. That I'm, I really am. I'm going to look into getting another computer. I'm going to gonna try. Don't be surprised if well, you see some money going into that. No. Jason. No. That's all I'm saying. That's no. all I'm saying. Um, hey, all I'm saying is if you hit up everybody for a little yeah. bit. I don't feel right. right doing that. Like it's uh, not. I mean, okay, then I'll do it. Okay, no, I'm going to do it right keep, now. We're keeping the boat afloat, man. That's what we're doing. Here. <laughs> I mean, my Canadian money is worthless, but... The only thing I'm worried about is the hard drive and losing that, because there's obviously mounds of recording and all the assets. Everything I've ever done for DNR is pretty much... I need to back up everything, and I'm just worried about that. That's it. Do you, uh, okay, I mean, do you have like, a... You can buy an external hard drive. I have one. Over. Yeah. I have one. I need to prep it. Do that. All you gotta do. I did the, the same arc. thing when I bought. Remember that one, the computer I gave you for the yes. parts, just to scounge. Yeah. So before that hard drive failed, I took stuff out of it and put it on my external, and then I put it on the computer I have now. 
and it worked. Well, the transfer was easy. Transferring was like very simple. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's basically what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to take a day and just back everything up. So just in case things go down, <laughs> that'll be the silver lining. Because dude, there's <laughs> we have a mound of yeah. back recordings and all that stuff. And yeah, you, probably need a, you probably need a 20 terabyte. Dude, it, I have <laughs> hundreds of gigs of shit. <laughs> I think at most, only like maybe not even like a one terabyte. I think you'll be okay because technically everything that's on your hard drive right now does not equal one terabyte. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I but I mean, there's, yeah, that, that, that's fine. The rest of the stuff is backed up on Dropbox and, and other places. Oh, so yeah. Be yeah, okay. I, there, there's a cloud. There's, but yeah, I got to back up all the stuff from recently. And, Xavier, I'm still your friend. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. okay good. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that didn't like. <laughs> yeah, that was I awesome. pictured. I pictured Xavier just like this motherfucker. Like the entire time. I'm glad it didn't. Oh, You're not coming cool. to Canada in the summer anymore. You can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> no, and actually, I'm still your I really friend too, it. right? Hmm? <laughs> I because I yelled at you. No, I'm that's fine. Like, yeah. So everybody cool. yelled at him. It's fine. Okay. I, I hope it's fine. Like, I'm really um, cool with everything to happen. I just wasn't expecting not to have the orb at the end of the session. Right. So it's really interesting. I had plans. I'm the one who's pissed off, Alex. <laughs> yes. Now I'm kind of like relieved that we're going to spend the whole week, like possibly with not the orb in my hand. So like the vampires are going to be like getting new jobs and not being harassed by the orb. <laughs> so <laughs> you're just shouting racial epithets at them. From- <laughs> <laughs> I did call them animals. I felt really bad about that. <laughs> You were drunk. After I, it, fine. after I said it, I was like, oh. Filthy moonblacks. <laughs> <laughs> Taking our Aubrey jobs. <laughs> At night when no one else is working there. <laughs> Nobody wants those jobs. <laughs> <laughs> the boat repairs in the north. <laughs> yeah, the night boat yeah. repairs. I, night boat repairs in the north where it's fucking cold and our boat yeah. like, hit, <laughs> hit rocks and shit. <laughs> oh, vampires doing the jobs no one else will do. <laughs> what's, our, what's our timeline? Uh, right now, time. it is the 8th of Thorum. So, what we're going to do... Moon? we got, like, hmm? two months? Still, we still have to go to Brightport, right? We have a long uh, journey. Oh, you guys have a long journey. And there may be a revelation coming up uh, on a G3 session to tell you... I already heard ex- it. Did you? Well, I heard that... I mean, whatever's out in the public when... No, G4, when what's her name got no, bit? you're about to get a hard date. Oh, no. When yeah. the next Blood Moon is. Spoiler, it's less than three months. No! Hey, we've already spent two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Doctor Who. Once you say it or read it, it's permanent. You can't change time. Hasn't it been more than two weeks, though? No, it hasn't been more than two weeks. Not since the... But if it's another week until, like, the armor... Like, we might have to leave the armor. I was thinking the same thing, but I don't want to. We can't leave the boat. We need the boat. Well, yeah, the boat's kind of integral. Well, yeah, we can, we like can ship it to us, right? <laughs> they got, the they got Amazon. But here, we need right? to ship, too, and it's going to take eight to nine days anyway. Yeah, yeah, the Theria eight... Prime account. Theria Prime. <laughs> right. Well, how how are, the armor is going to get done first, right? And then the yeah. boat's yeah. out. How so, are refugee vampires going to fix a boat? Yeah, we got, we got three vampires. Does that help in any way? <laughs> well, you might see as time moves in the next... I, what I'm going to be doing is, it's like, okay... You know, the ninth of Thorum, tenth of Thorum. But is there anything anybody wants to do? And I'm going to describe the events as they flow by. Oh, cool! Uh, it's like a video game when you make choices, and it's like, okay, the day's over. Here's what happened. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, nice. Okay. okay. So, Braylon's working on armor. I'll be training people. 
Kaladin probably be working on the boat since he's good with ice. <laughs> yeah. Dorona's gonna be trying to get the orb. Yeah. yeah just like every day, there's a different like <laughs> harassing in Father White. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, uh, wily coyote style. Of, yeah. Uh, was anyone else to get it back? Was anyone else ready to kill those vampires when they surrendered? Yeah, oh, I was so ready to. Kill Not them. me. No. I'm no. so in fallout mode that I was ready to just cut their heads off. Oh, no. <laughs> yes gonna have a montage <laughs> oh man I was listening while we were talking Xavier and we were having a heart to heart there's uh, the the soundtrack for that show what's it called uh, The Forgotten The Forgotten yeah it's it's a show but the sound there's a song on there called a promise or something. And it's the song they use for that mashup. Have you seen where it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi from the old Star Wars movies remembering Oh, Anakin's, the, le- uh, the Leftovers. The Leftovers. For the yeah, Leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was talking about. I was, listening to, I was listening to that song as we were talking oh. to get in the mood. Bum, bum. Yeah. Bum, bum. Um, That's cool. I'm going to let you guys go for the night and then the next time we sit down we're going to get rolling again. It's been fun in Aubrey, but it's probably got, time that you guys... Yeah. <laughs> that was really yeah. amazing... Thank you, everyone. That was cool. That was fun. That was fun. So uh, let's uh, book another date right away yeah. on yep. the page. And I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna start to load up a hard drive, I think, and try to, because I can't. I've already had a couple of sessions where it was really bumpy. G1 was really bumpy like this, and I can't. I know it's just shit failing. <laughs> Eventually, I've milked this for years. I need to <laughs> get on it. So yeah, I'm gonna figure that out. You guys just. Worry about your next session, and you guys have a great night. You right, too. Bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, DNR listeners. Susan Spinader here. So, do you like what we do here? Hell yeah, you do. Since you love the shit out of us, how about you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating? You should also check out our website, dandrpodcast.com. From there, you can find our wiki and our really awesome forums. Last but not least, you should totally check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. If you donate just like a few dollars a month, you get access to a bunch of really cool content. And you help keep the lights on. That's awesome, right? Why wouldn't you donate? Anywho, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode.